hey, you want to check something out? Check this shit out. Oh, Ayo. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, what, you know what we're doing, Scott? You just hit the rec button. That's right. For re- recording. That's right. Because this is a recording room right now. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast. I am joined on a Sunday evening with none other than Dreadpod King Sneaky D. I'm Scott from Scott Cast. And I'm Sneaky D. Yes, we nailed it. Yeah, we actually did it this time, just straightforward with it. Yeah, I think we've got a good Discord recording etiquette. Yeah. So what do we got on the menu today, Scott? Like I did a podcast uh, recording with Ian on Friday, so I'm kind of out of topics. We're gonna have to. Yeah. Kinda, <laughs> we're gonna have to You're cruise. Exhausted. I'm just got sloppy seconds here. Yeah. Like we totally covered White Claw Gabe and determined that I'm in a parasocial relationship with him. Oh yeah. And he hasn't posted that much this weekend, so it's like not much to update with White Claw Gabe. You just need more White Claw Gabe in your life. He's not providing enough for you. I guess he's not one on days. This is too slow like for me. Can, it definitely sounds like a one sided relationship. It well. I don't know. I mean, the, we we talked about this already in last podcast. I can't uh, get into it too much, but uh, okay. you know, there's a lot of jealousy with people on the White Claw Gabe feed. People who are around White Claw Gabe that you know, I feel like I would be a better person to be around him than them. You know, but Ian and I, we kind of hashed it out, and I'm I'm feeling yeah. Better. I don't want to rehash, and yeah. I haven't even listened to it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Sounds sounds like uh, like. Fuck yeah, baby. Like, let's talk about it. That's right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. So, yeah. So, as well as the, all the other current running threads through Scottcast, we will also not be doing those this episode. Damn, you're saving all your threads, man. Yeah. This is, I wanted to drop in on Sneaky D Threadless. Let's see what he's at. Like, we haven't talked space in like for so long. Like, what about space? Oh, well, space know? news? Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of space shit that's been going on, right? Space news. Weren't there like space, more space toilet news? So I thought that would make you happy. I thought you there guys was. already covered that. Did you already cover that with Ian? We haven't, but the, did you hear about, is it this the SpaceX one? This is what I heard is tell me if I'm off base. Like the space tourists were meant to like be transmitting all sorts of like, you know, selfies and like video from the trip to earth celebrating the first all tourist flight or something like that all civilian flight and uh but they went blank it was like black it was like what the fuck what happened are they killing each other what's going on and then like it turned out it was an exploding toilet or something and like everyone was covered in shit the entire time orbiting earth you mean like they were streaming or they're just I, I heard that the people were asking about the footage and I thought that sounded like some conspiracy sh- kind of stuff but a, sp- a conspiracy around the toilet I don't know well like uh, well like, like they, they didn't have the footage so it's like they were going to broadcast it right and sh- okay. show it to everybody but they were too busy covered in shit that would be embarrassing they just didn't do it they didn't explain. <laughs> Covered in shit, so they couldn't like. They didn't want to like say, "Here's me testing out the, you know, I'm, I'm floating around in space in my own shit." Yeah. Basically, not a good look. They're yeah. just embarrassed. Come on, man, I would do it. 
I don't care if I'm covered in from head to toe and shit. <laughs> what? You I will. You would yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and shit happens. You know, you can't let that get in the way of you streaming what's going on to the world. Like the most important thing would be the streaming of it for you. Like not just experiencing it, but broadcasting it and sharing it. Well, yeah, you gotta. You, you don't want to just delete that footage. You know, you want that's something you gotta. You got treasure. One man's trash is another man's treasure. You know. Okay. All right. I don't know. So, like, you're okay with that if you were covered in shit, um, exp- explaining some science I mean, things and some I videos. Would, I, I don't know. I would be if I had to. If, if I had the choice between going to outer space and being covered in shit and not being covered in shit and not being able to go outer space, I'd I'd cover myself in shit. Okay. I would hope that wouldn't be like the conditions to go. Like, listen, we're not going to train you how to use the toilet, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just gonna have to make a fend for yourself. Like, how did how how complicated could it really have been? And especially when they had like adult supervision with them, like other astronauts with them. How did they mess that up? I don't understand. Like, uh, let, let me click this article so we can get some uh, insight into the toilet's problem. Because I think it was a malfunction of the toilet. Like, someone like flushed it. Maybe it got clogged, and then just like blasted out or something. Like, they like all it would take is one good eruption from the space toilet for the to- for the turds just to be everywhere in a zero gravity environment. I think they listened to that pod we did like a couple pods ago where we were talking about <laughs> doing inappropriate things in the the restroom and trying to hit your target out in space <laughs> by uh, blasting off, so to speak. You think they smuggled a new uh, toilet extension in there or something? Like maybe I think uh, I think this was a prototype being sent into space. Like Elon Musk was like, "We gotta spare no expense. We gotta have the top of everything. These are tourists. These are civilians. They gotta be like this was the best thing in the world." So yeah, put in the put in the robot toilet that knows you by by your asshole. Hmm. It knows your asshole print. Yeah, I'm not gonna go too much into detail of that one. I could, there's a couple things I could say there. Uh, okay. I've seen in the news lately. I think I think we've gone we've gone to the uh, scrape the bottom of the barrel with that one. So, <laughs> not enough of the space toilet. We've co- covered space toilets quite a bit. So. I mean, yeah, but why are we covering space toilets a bit? Because space toilets show up in the news like every other week. It's like the number one piece of equipment I have heard about in space. I've heard more about space toilets than telescopes. Yeah. That's what's holding us back from all these expeditions, you know? It's not yeah. to not be able to make it to Mars fast enough and the gravity issues and all the long-term effects of being in outer space. You know, it's it's about the toilet. If they could just figure that out, everything would just fall into place. Yeah. Literally, literally probably. You can't go to space and feel like you're futuristic when, like, the living conditions are feudal Europe at best. I mean, if you remember, like, in The Martian, when he was on the brink of death, it was his own shit that saved him. You like, have you seen that movie? I haven't seen that movie. Oh, you haven't seen it? So, like, the mm-hmm. guy, uh, he's, like, trapped on Mars, and he's running out of food, and but he's, like, a botanist. He's he's, he's like, a, the plant guy. You know, I don't know what his exact title is. Matt Damon, the plant space guy. Space botany. Yeah. It's what Will so Hunting would have done if he, <laughs> you know, grew up. Yeah, like they said, you can do whatever you want. He was like, I'm going to go to Mars and be a botanist. Yeah. That's what he decided. That that was, I think, that this is a sequel. Yeah. They didn't talk about it, but he was the sequel to In between one. then but, and then, him and Minnie Driver broke up and he oh, had this. And, and like literally, he says in the movie, I'm going to, there's an infamous line. He says, I'm going to, I'm going to science the shit out of this. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, science is cool, man. Practically a Bill Nye tagline there. And then he literally, so he used the the shit that they were storing, like the literal fecal matter that they, the excrement of the the, the crew that, the, the rest of the crew gets off Mars and he's left behind, right? So he uses their own shit to start the nitrogen cycle so that he can use the dirt there to cultivate it and fertilize it using their own shit and use it like human as human manure. And then he uses it to make potatoes. Shit potatoes. Right. So like does he think about that? Like, oh, I'm eating my crew member's shit with this potato. Yeah. He literally took all like he guess he finds like this little compartment where they store all the stuff and he like pulls it in there and he's yeah, spreading it around. He's like, yep. And like I said, one man's trash is another man's treasure. So yet another example of astronauts having to deal a lot with shit in order to do their space Wait. thing. But if he had a better space toilet that would just extract all that stuff and you could just use it to fertilize automatically with a smart toilet, then you wouldn't have to go through all those methods. You wouldn't have to science the shit out of it. This shit would science itself. Yeah, that's the kind of science that should have been scienced before he had to science the shit out of that shit science. They should have had that. That should have been one of the first things they did. Be like, let's have contingency plans specifically for dealing with the crew member shit. Yeah. You're on Mars, motherfucker. I think that's recycling now. Yeah. I mean, you should be recycling everything if you're on Mars. Like, you have an opportunity. It's like uh, it's like getting a fresh start. You have an opportunity not to roll into debt. You're going to be a little bit better with your budget because, like, oh, you've already won. Just don't stop. Just don't start losing. I mean, they already recycle their urine. Why not recycle everything? Recycle it all. So that's space news. these toilets are still an issue the news is that it's still bad 2020 was a rough year for space news just like everything else yeah I mean at least like I mean of all the tragedies for that launch to happen like that was the lightest it wasn't Disney magical that was the tragedy of the first civilian space flight which is good that's where you want it to be you want the reality to still show people who's boss but you don't want it to be too aggressive uh, you're my friend on Goodreads now. That's some uh, that's some news we can update. There's some news. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I was you, I read your post about how you had zero friends on there and how you're getting <laughs> roasted, basically roasted by Goodreads. You're like Goodreads yeah. is really really 136 books read, zero friends. <laughs> yeah. Come and on, I saw Goodreads. That, but before I saw the picture, I was reading it and it was like blah 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 about Goodreads. Like, oh, Scott has Goodreads. I'm gonna send you a friend request. And I was like, oh. But I love a good roast. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah. Then you, I noticed you had sent me a friend request, so I accepted naturally. So, yep, that's a good benchmark in our relationship. Yep, we're gonna follow each other's book progress now. If you'd like to join in and and expand, the thing with when you uh, added my friend, and now it says one hundred thirty six books read, one friend, and that Hey-o. is. That it's even worse because it's like infinitely yeah. closer to reality. <laughs> yeah, it's not that they just there's a glitch or something. Like, no, you you have one friend. One you, one friend. We invited all your friends and now they are here. Now <laughs> now your one friend is here. The roast is like, still on. It's your, it's your bir- happy birthday. All your friend are here. Yeah. So well, we got that. So join uh go go to this go to the goodreads.com, look me up. Add me on. We'll uh, talk about Wittgenstein's mistress and whatever sci-fi David's reading. 
Yeah, I noticed yours are mostly like self-help books and like shit like that. Mine are sci-fi and fantasy. <laughs> it's not like mostly self-help books. It's like it, it's, it's not a, even it's self-help. A, Let me get this it's fucking a, account it's out. It's like I'm on the I'm on the ledge. Please help. I was like, oh geez, what? Scott, I better friend you right now. It's not that. I don't know what they were. It was just <laughs> I think it was a creative writing book or something I saw on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do have those. <laughs> That's a self-help book. I don't I don't I don't look at any other ones. I was so. Like, wait a minute. It's connected to Amazon. So like it knows everything you've purchased on Amazon. But I thought like it was like you add things to be put on public. But now everyone knows all my fucking nice crybaby self-help book book lists. But no, it's not there. <laughs> First one's just like, I'll stop being such a bitch. <laughs> I got the whole <laughs> series. <laughs> it's like on your top of your want to read list. <laughs> I want to read this, but I'm too much of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you don't need self-help books, Scott. It's just, uh, I was just saying that, you know, not, not those kind of self-help books, but you know, it's okay. It's okay to, it's okay to need help to seek help. You know, there's, there's a self, Seth Godin book. He's kind of self-helpy. What's Seth Godin? That sounds like uh, Seth Rogen. No. Well, it does sound like that, but uh, completely opposite. But at the same time, he's actually kind of the same. Uh, they're both bald white men who profess to know a lot of things and talk in certainties. But uh, one of them is kind of meek, and he came up in like the marketing space, kind of uh, talking about the transition to internet marketing. But now he talked more about like generally just like starting shit up. He became very self-helpy. But I like him. Gotta pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Yeah. He does a daily blog, and he's been doing it for like 15 years. Damn. It's insane. And it's a pretty good blog. It's it's like, you can just kind of like pop over to it, and like, he's always saying some pithy bullshit. You tried doing a daily podcast, the Scott Take, and that was, um, that was, it's rough when you actually have to do it like every day and not like do it in advance and just like release every day yeah yeah and apparently this guy like he's like oh yeah actually i write like three or five posts a day and i just post one (laughs) that's cheating that's cheating that ain't right just post all five that day (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) like if you're feeling prolific then write five for the day but you still got to do the same thing tomorrow son Mm -hmm. just like the rest of us just because you brush your teeth that five times a day doesn't mean you can't do it tomorrow (laughs) you know that's what it is just it's just self it's self-care it's hygiene you know it's just that mental hygiene it's just that mental floss you gotta keep mentally flossing them teeth you know get in the gyra or the sulci of your brain get in the uh get in the crevices yep get out get get the fluff out of there yep every fucking day Every fucking day. Take care of yourself, guys. Remember that. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a daily uh blog I'm gonna do called Mind Fluff. Yeah? What are you gonna write about? Just get rid of the fluff. How to get rid of my really? You? I don't know. That sounds kind of sexual actually. Isn't like fluffing <laughs> Isn't like fluffing when you have like a flaccid penis and then you try to like make it Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so a guy who that. there's a guy who jerks off uh men in between takes so that they yeah, the fluffer. yeah <laughs> fluffy yeah so that would be like a sneaky d kind of reference then i guess it would it would the mind fluff yeah i appreciate that i mean yeah yeah i was sure. thinking like the, like the fuzz you get the fuzz out you know 
Yeah. Okay. So like, what kind of fuzz, like what's the easiest way? Give me your, like your top three ways Sneaky D would suggest getting your mind fluffed. Well, first of all, or listen to podcast because you know it's very intellectually stimulating. Makes you make sure you you get whatever you're thinking about right now. You just put it on a back burner and just have a great time listening to Skycast. Second yeah. of all, you do a workout because we're working out. It's like you know, mm. like I said this before, it's like a meditation. You know, you breathe in, you breathe out. You think, pick things up, you put them down, you do it again. It's it's like doing repetitions, you know. And each time you can, it's like it's like when you're doing the rosary. You know, oh. uh, and you move down each bead, and you got a different thought for each one. Maybe you got a different thought for each set. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that'll defluff yeah. your mind. Yeah. And then uh, the third thing, I guess, would just be uh, you could just probably down a bunch of white claws. And just Get see drunk. What happens. <laughs> okay. I'd probably that probably fluff the mind. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that adds fluff to the mind. That's uh, those. Those are the three things that you need to do every day. Okay, wow. So, like, you're just making sure, you know, like, your body's in complete good condition, except for the liver. So, you know, when you die, oh, fucking liver, that's the problem right now. Ah, liver regenerates, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> it does? It can take a hit. Yeah. Oh. That's the sad thing is that you abuse, abuse the hell out of the liver, and it's so good at regenerating, but it also just can't keep up with the insane amount of white claw that you're throwing at it. <laughs> so. <laughs> So like that's the that's the disclaimer on mindfluff.com. <laughs> what is that? That's the disclaimer on mindfluff.com. Uh, Following this regimen will lead to cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> you know, white claw, it's like a metaphor, man. You know, it's like yeah, it's a way yeah. of life. I'm not I mean, even drinking tonight. I'm drinking need, uh cranberry yeah. juice. I'm drinking friggin' smart water watermelon mint here, which sounds like a white claw flavor, but it's not. So it's a mental white claw. It's a mental white claw. Like be excited about something. It doesn't matter if it's white claw. You just, you know, find something to get excited about. White claw is a yeah. way of life. White claw game. Yeah. It could have been anything. It just so happens to, <laughs> so happens to be talking about partying and stuff. Yeah. I mean, listen, you can have a party anytime. I, I, I showed this to Ian last episode. I'm going to show it to you. Um, have you ever felt or expressed yourself as this happy ever in your life. And if you haven't felt what I'm about to show you, if you haven't felt that in your soul, ask yourself, why? Why haven't you felt this much joy? Check it out. Okay, I'm ready. I recognize that when you, I did the rap and you put that in at the end. Yeah. I sent Scott my rap audio and his his one contribution was to throw White Claw Gabe in there. Yeah. Doing that. Ah, ah. He's like so happy he's like dying. Yeah, he was happy to be referenced by you in that, that particular instance. And in this clip uh, by Kanye dropping him. I mean, uh, dropping his album. So like this man is just that happy. Have you ever been that happy? Like even like a, for a second. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I have. I've never been like I'm not even trying to be like a sad sack about it. Like I've had a great life, but I don't think I've been that happy. It's hard to know. I mean, everybody's 
everybody feels different. It's like saying, you know, do you taste the same things I taste? Do you, do you see do you see the same colors I see? You know, it's like that's I what that's what makes White Claw Gabe so great is like you know exactly know. how he feels when he's like doing this. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's an artist. I thought artists were supposed to be miserable. <laughs> this, is, this is his rebellion against that stereotype. Right. Well, they're happy. They're miserable unless they're creating art, right? So he's creating art right now, so he's happy about it. Yeah, that could be. Afterwards, he has crippling anxiety, crippling insecurities that creep up. We, we, won't, we won't know until the biopic starring George Clooney. <laughs> On, as playing as White Claw Gabe? Yeah. <laughs> You think it's you think it's possible to be an artist without being insecure, Scott? Yeah, yeah. You think like if you're just really cocksure about yourself and like you think a narcissist could be a, a good artist? I mean, Kanye West, he seems to be doing it. Mm. I think there's a lot of art artists that are don't, narcissists. Don't you think he's compensating for something though? Like narcissism is kind of a skill when it comes to art, because like you said, it's like. Uh, that creativity you can do whatever you want like you can commit yourself to a practice every day and uh you're doing it because you're like yeah fuck yeah of course i'm doing it because i'm fucking amazing and like that kind of that's how i that's how i feel when i make shit yeah you know that's why i'm not sure if i'm an artist or not yet i just i know i'm a rap artist but i i haven't i haven't had the people criticize the shit out of it yet so maybe it'll be at that point when i have to defend myself and then i'll second guess because people are like are you as good as eminem and i'm like i don't know i kind of thought i was but maybe not <laughs> you could i gotta be put in my you place could be. you haven't been he hasn't responded yet so maybe that's the the blissful part of the art though is like if nobody ever sees it you just think it's great and then nobody ever has to critique it but then again what if, you know, a certain piece of art, you make it for other people. You know, there's like stuff you make for yourself and there's stuff you make for other people. And sometimes, you know, hopefully it's both. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, so what is it? What's the value of art? Is it just like, the thing with like, just keeping it to yourself. I don't want to say it's masturbatory, but like, it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, Boy, you should have got to share this with the world. Yeah. I shouldn't master. I shouldn't masturbate alone anymore. Right? Yeah. We masturbate in front of others and ask them what they think about it. Yeah, that's that. That becomes a communal activity. Communal masturbation? No. Just no. You're right. It's just communal sex. I mean, like, I mean, of course, like some things should be kept to yourself, like masturbation. But uh, what would it be like if you're just like keeping it to yourself and like there's no trying to connect with somebody through it and like feel like oh do you get this too or is this new to you kind of thing then like uh you're just talking to yourself mm -hmm. yeah i almost wonder like if we were to do our idea of like shitting on master charles as our form of art you know it's purely derivative <laughs> how people <laughs> react well like we could do that because he's doing it he's streaming and that's that's a form of art right you know like he's got yes. an effect on people um it's probably why he's too good to be on the Scott cast with us today. Right. Because he's making art and whatnot. And I mean, I yeah, we, like, yeah, we tried to get him onto the Scott cast today, but uh, at the last minute he's like, oh, I got to bow out. And right now he's, what is he doing? He's playing. What's he playing? He's playing Fling to the Finish. <laughs> what the fuck? Is what? Fling to the Finish. What the fuck is Fling, fling? to the Finish? He's having a fling with somebody else, Scott. <laughs> It's That's not a it masturbation. Is. It's just a fling. Yeah. God damn it. I'm, I'm jealous.
Yeah. So he's, he's just live streaming his masturbation for everybody right now for continuing the analogy. So, but I feel like people are still they're engaging, you know, with that. So they, I would, I would watch that stream. But like, uh, thing is, what we want to do is to get back at him because we need, yeah. also we need the content. And I try to get him to do an email bag. Like, please email us. And he wouldn't I'm even sure. do that. Wouldn't even email, email, email bag. Couldn't even bag us. What could wouldn't even bag us? So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna show we're gonna bag him. on him. Yeah, we're gonna bag on him. We're gonna yeah. Here comes the bag, baby. We're bringing our bags we're, out. A couple of bag dads over here. Get <laughs> <laughs> the bag daddy. Yeah. So we're gonna when he's streaming, we're gonna stream his stream on our stream. We're gonna start our own stream, a Twitch Hell stream, yeah. and we're gonna basically just talk over him on his stream. We're going to stream his stream, and then we're going to make fun of him. We're going to stream his stream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we'll see how many of his follow, how many people are following him will also follow us. I don't know if we'll steal people from him or not. They might just watch both streams, because like maybe you want to watch Master Charles, and then you want to watch people talking about Master Charles while you're watching Master Charles. Yeah. While they're watching him. Yeah. So I think we should do that. We should, uh, we should try to like find, we need to find time on like a weekday at seven because that's when he starts his streams like usually some random weekdays at seven so i thought he was doing like mondays and like i was like sometimes like right after work i can catch his stuff i don't know if he i don't know if he does it like every monday or every wednesday or anything like that i think it's just like usually if he's around at seven he fucking decides to stream he streams these days what would you think about the name of uh like we need we need a name for our stream channel, right? And it's gotta be derivative of that. What would you think about like master charlatans? Okay, I like that. The master charlatans. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's fine. <laughs> Got Master Charles, Master Charlatans. Yeah, that's right. And we'll just we'll just be a Master Charles disc channel. Yeah. Master Shars. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure this is all directly against like Twitch terms of services because it's basically just plagiarism, (laughs) plagiarism, cyberbullying, the whole kick of it. Is it now? Is it? it? But it's basically every rule is (laughs) broken. Not if we do it on YouTube, though. Not if we do it on YouTube, because then then it's just uh, derivative content. What they call it? It's um, uh, fair use. Is it fair use? Yeah. 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 If there's commentary, if you make commentary on people, on YouTube, because like, people do that. Like there's entire fitness channels where it's just people shitting on other fitness channels, which is great. And I could totally do that like easily. But there's, you know, it's like, that's not my thing is shitting on people. But um, you could, because there's a lot of bad content out there. And you just take clips of it and you just make fun of it, you know, and you just analyze how it bullshit is. Like there's entire videos of people just watching like classic, like Jillian Michaels kettlebell workouts. And there's like the guy is just like face palming and the, the thumbnail and you just click on it just to watch them just be like pause yeah i would never do that with a client and you know just shitting on them and then just play pause play pause just going through the whole thing okay 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 i'll do that i'll shit on master charles yeah it's all fair use as long as there's commentary constant we've got we've got a place master charles and it's called youtube Mm -hmm. you know who has a bigger magical place yeah yeah called youtube it's worth a shot yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah. So, yeah, we'll just be fucking doing that. Coming at you, Master Charles. We're going to bag you. Bag him and tag him. Yeah. Since he didn't bag us, yep. we're going to bag on him. This is how this is how we grow. 
This is what friends do. Yeah. <laughs> Bully the other people, steal their followers, and then give them back to, as a lesson. It's like the old fairy, grim fairy tales. They had like kind of like a fucked up portion of them, but there's a lesson at the end. Like it doesn't really matter how much you ever notice that with like fairy tales. Like it doesn't matter how fucked up like something happens. Like I was just uh, reading some the old fairy tales that was like uh, what was it Hansel and Gretel, and it's like. The parents just want to like kind of leave their kids out in the forest because they're like, ah, we don't have food, so we can't feed the kids. Let's leave them in the forest. Problem solved. It's like, what? All right, well, that's kind of fucked up. And then also they get they find the witch, and the witch is like, ah, I'm gonna make you fat and eat you, but I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna eat you. And it's like, why would you keep that a secret? Like, just feed them and then eat them later. And then they like they're like, oh, get in the furnace, kid. I'm gonna I'm gonna cook you before I eat you. And they they then the the girl's like, you go in first, and she shoves her into the fire and cooks her alive. But then they're like, moral of the story is, um, you know, there's like this <laughs> nice little moral at the end. It's like, what? This is fucked up the whole way. There's so much. This is wrong on so many levels. And like, I think they they find the dad again, and the dad's like, oh, I'm so glad you kids came back. I really didn't want to leave you in the forest. I, I was torn up about it, really. It was your mom who wanted to do it. And then the mom's just dead. <laughs> just dead. I don't even explain it. The mom is dead. And it's like, what happened to her? Did they fight? Did he kill her? What? And now the dad's going to take care of it? Does he know how to hunt or fish? What's the moral? Oh, there's a moral. So it's good. It's a good story. You know? Like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure, so like, back in the day when those stories came out, like, kids were basically, you had, they could be your death. If they're fucking going outside and like being a ragamuffin like yeah, real ragamuffin they, yeah, you're gonna die <laughs> like they'll they'll get in trouble and like they'll get a file of like the like the the beggar leper next door and then like they'll bring leprosy into the house and then everyone's dead in a week you know holding their dick in their hand that's the kind of story so, we need to tell, so you, you know, need to scare like, the shit out of them in these Grimm's fairy tales that's like uh, when we do the Hamtramck Avengers and stuff, you know, or the, yeah. any of our stories. It needs to be like we're modern a bunch fairy of messed tales. Up stuff happens, yeah. and then they're like, "Moral of the story is this, though." Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you hear Marshall and Hank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about it, but yeah, I listened to it. Oh, I should have told you about it. When I was still fresh in my mind, but uh, yeah, I, 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 it gave me a few chuckles. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. That could be a fairy tale. I mean, it was, it's very taint centric again with the balls device, but uh, yeah. I, I think just standalone the 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 way it was written and stuff like that. It's, it's good good writing, yeah, good good script. There we go. Um, I think it worked well. I think that's good. You can just like get people to automatically voice act for you just by. Well, you still have to. Yeah. Anyways, I won't go into the details of how you make the thing, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you can, yeah. Crank, out, you can crank out some content, man. That way. Yeah, Hank Hill and Eminem were very cooperative through the process. They read the lines and they appreciated the story. So, they do everything on the first take, man. They're pros. Yeah, it's it's really just in and out affair. You know, yeah. you got to bring crackers though to the table. Because hmm. they're a couple crackers. That's what they say. They always say that. <laughs> the king of the hill. <laughs> the king of the hill and Eminem. Or Eminem. Yeah, Eminem does call people, well, more, worse than crackers sometimes. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. I'm just trying to remember like uh, my thoughts on it. I mean, it's but. like a fairy tale. It's not supposed. You're not supposed to have like many details in your mind, but like, oh, you have a lesson in mind. Yeah. What was the lesson of that? Don't try experimenting with stuff on your balls. Yeah. Don't wait. Yeah. I guess the big thing was like, don't get too much confidence and like just show off your genitals in the middle of a Home Depot. Hmm. 
That's the that was the precise misstep, but also maybe the whole thing of like trying to play music through your balls. <laughs> you should just make like all the moral of the stories be like for the future Florida men, like the Florida boys. This one goes out to all you Florida boys so that you don't end up doing this shit because that sounds like some Florida man kind of shit whipping your junk out at a Home Depot. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I kind of like that's kind of what I did with Hank Hill is I moved his I moved his sensibility from Texas to Florida for some reason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's like it's a weird it's a weird environment. The show is like uh, Hank Hill and Eminem are living in uh, together as roommates, and they get into hijinks. So like, why are they there? That's what I'm thinking. Like, what headspace is Hank in? I think he's in a lot of pain because Peggy left him, and like his family is not talking to him, and he's just kind of like raging against the machine. He's practically a teenager again, and Eminem he's he's just feels sorry for Hank, and he lets him inside and. And and he let and he's hanging out with them and stuff like that and trying to get him back on his feet. So it's like it's just what is the psychographic like interplay between these two characters? And that's what Marshall and Hank's really about. Yeah, they're kind of like an unlikely duo. Who's the other guy that they uh, got in with? Oh, Alan Rick, Doctor Alan Rickman is a special guest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and it's narrated by David Attenborough. Yeah, that's what was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> that one got me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said well, one was king of the hip one what was it? One one was the king of hip hop and the other one was the king of the King hill. of the Hill. Yeah. 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 It was a good setup. Yeah, David Attenborough was those were some that was some good stuff. Like David uh, Attenborough really nailed his stuff. I mean he's a pro. I mean, come on. Just how he's like only on Scott cast. <laughs> Honestly, like, it's on its yeah, so it was good. like it was so good at the <laughs> end. You're just like so satisfying to hear him say that. Yeah. Pod comics will be. I mean, like I liked how you have some good foley in there, some good foley sound effects. You know, you can hear the sounds of like the muffled audio with Eminem listening to like the you know, in his room, and then you know, you could hear Hank. You know, I don't know if they did that live in the recording studio with you. They're actually stomping, but it's pretty realistic. It's actually, they they do a bit of dialogue, and then they do a bit of acting, and then we put it together, and then they come in again, and we record everything separately. Mm. Yeah, it's a big process, but it gives us the best result, and we were able to stand by uh, our products. And like that's Eminem's ethos, really. He comes in, and he just wants things to be done well. You know, and like, because it's fall, and he... He knows that that means it's the autumnal audio equinox. Oh, the autumnal audio equinox. I do love me some autumnal audio. Yeah, it's it's the holy time for podcasters because people are starting yeah. to listen to podcasts more. It's like the mecca of, of, of the audio podcasting world. People come from all around the world, start to gather. Yeah, like, yeah, Ramadan is like this four weeks of fasting. And uh, like, that's why I'm not, that's not why I'm not drinking right now because it's, the beginning wow. of the autumnal audio equinox. What are you gonna Get What are you gonna first. do for the next four weeks? Are you, Are you celebrating? Are you worshiping anywhere? It's gonna be sober October for me. I guess I'll just go without any podcasting for the whole month. I don't know. Just, what you gonna You gonna <laughs> not do any podcast? That's like that's not one thing you can't do. You got to podcast okay, okay, a bunch. Okay. Yeah, well, we could get ready for uh, you know. It's like I mean, is Halloween? Is that does that line up with the equinox then? I think it goes through Halloween. It's like a more of a two, three month affair. It's like before when people start shopping for Christmas, that's when it kind of drops off. Mm-hmm. That's just winter. 
Dude, yeah, I mean, I like our I like our little themed uh, podcast, though. You know, like our little uh, our very crisper Christmas episode and stuff like that. That was good. Those are always good. Hollow- yeah. Hollow- spooky Halloween episode. That'd be fun. We need to do a Halloween episode. We're gonna do Christopher Lemus this year, where uh, <laughs> Ian and I are gonna. Um, we you're invited, of course. You know, it's a, it's a family affair. So we're but we're gonna be watching some uh, Christopher Lee movies and perhaps doing like uh, live commentary with them. Like the Dracula stuff? Like maybe some Dracula, maybe some uh, more obscure things, you know. Oh, yeah. Could be anything. He's starred in like 70 movies, so. Damn. That's, we could do Christopher Lemus for a while. That could be a long time tradition, you know. I was a badass. Still remember when I did that trailer for Ducktator and I just threw in the ghost of Christopher Lee. <laughs> ghost of Christopher Lee. <laughs> like, the ghost of Christopher Lee. Yes. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. What are you playing right now? <laughs> this is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Why are you playing 2001 Space Odyssey? Right? <laughs> it just felt right for some reason. Yeah. So you're reading a lot of fucking sci fi lately, I saw on Goodreads with your fucking account. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm reading this one right now um, called Shadow of the Conqueror. And it's by Shad Brooks. And I'm pretty sure... Chad Brooks? His name is Shad. Shad? Kind of like Shad, but with a D. Okay. Is it like Garth and, Brooks' alter ego? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's an Australian guy. He's an Australian YouTuber. Uh, I like his uh, all his like sword videos and stuff, medieval fantasy explanations, and like takes Hollywood stuff. Anyways, so like... I, I just appreciate that he took his uh, his name Shad and made a book called Shadow of the Conqueror. I appreciate the oh. fun. Okay. And I decided uh, he's doing like a short film that he just got funded through Kickstarter for that, which I I always seem to miss when of the creators I've been following. I mean, I've probably been following the guy for like ten or fifteen years on YouTube. I've been following people for a long fucking time on YouTube. So these like sci-fi people, they're like they're coming out of the woodwork from like YouTube as like famous swordsmen on YouTube. And they're like, Oh no, I'm going to drop a book. No, I'm going to drop a movie. Yeah, dude. Like the book did pretty well. And then it was like, you know, he had the audio book. I was listening to that and he has the same, some of the, I don't recognize the male narrator. He's pretty good, but the female narrator was like one of the same one that Brandon Sanderson used in his novels. Cause I remember she kind of has some a very particular voice. Oh, Her yeah. name is she's uh, squeaky. She, she. I don't like her male voices that she does, but you can't really judge her too hard on that. She's a chick, you know. You can't expect her to do like deep male voices, but always sounds. Everybody sounds like an old man when she does it, but when she does their voiceovers. But her name is Kate Reading, so I feel like she was always destined to be a, an audiobook reader. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> her fair. last name is Reading. You know, that could be a pseudonym. Like she doesn't want anybody to know she's an audiobook Maybe. Re- reader. You know? Yeah. Usually, you'd probably reserve that for those more risque audiobooks. I've known people yeah. who have their their uh, what do you call it? Pseudo, not not pseudonyms. What the hell are they call? Um, your fake name. That's a pseudonym. Pseudonym. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um, so that's what they uh, they record under a different name, and it's always interesting. Carrying <laughs> <laughs> under like like sexy reading, and you're like, oh damn. Like yeah, I don't understand like the sexy audiobooks. I mean, I guess I do. I mean, like, how long is it? Is it like, because like the audiobooks I listen to, like a short one's four or five hours. Is it like four or five hours of like smut? <laughs> I don't know anybody, anybody who could even last that long. Damn. Right? 
Like, do you do you listen to it on the train or something? <laughs> no, no. Like it goes round and round. Taking a walk, like listening to somebody talk about taking a pounding or something. How does audiobook smut work? I don't know, man, but this book that I'm reading, The Shadow of the Conqueror, it's like it has has a whole lot of it's like uh the guy was like a tyrant and they like it's like a redemption story, like a second chance on life kind of story. Okay. I don't really know if I like the guy because it's like you don't want to give him a second chance. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he deserves a second chance. And they like, you know, it's like they make it seem like he is all torn up about it. Like he spent his last 20 years after he's he's basically like a dictator. And then he like, you know, who lost his way and became like, you know, wrapped up in his own power, hungry grab, whatever. It's like he killed people, he killed innocent men and women and children and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. And he's like, he felt bad about it. And then he gets a second chance on life. He becomes like young again. Like he basically gets gifted by the gods. He tries to kill himself at the beginning of the novel. And he instead he becomes young and he has powers. And it's like, he gets all this awesome stuff that happens to him. He's like, oh, this must be punishment for me. And it's like, I don't know, man, like that's, you got some pretty sweet gifts and now you're young again and you have all the knowledge of, in all the wealth you accumulated sort of, <laughs> you know, it's like, it doesn't like, it doesn't seem like he has, but he's like, oh, but I felt bad about being such a dick and like a, a huge, like serial rapist. And it's like, whoa, uh, okay. I don't they know just throw in that fact like, oh, like as an aside. Yeah, they, they keep going back. Like I'm like maybe 55% of the way through the book right now. And it's like every chapter, like going back to his little um, thing that he wrote where he like talks about his life and he's like then talking about all the women that he ravaged and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, I felt really bad about it. And it's like, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like he keeps on being confronted with his vices. Like now he's around like younger women again. And he's like, he like wants to throw up now. Cause he's like, feels so bad about, you know, the, the women are throwing him, themselves at him now because he's young and he's powerful and all that stuff. And it's like, I don't know, man, I, I would have cut that stuff out. Like, I, I can't really cheer for a rapist just because, like... Yeah, and this is coming from, like, that YouTuber, too. So it's like, oh, what does that say? Is he, yeah, like, did he like, just, like, misjudge, like, like making your main character a rapist? Or, like... Like, it, 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 you want a redeemable character, but it's, like... And, he, and like, it, it says that he, like, I mean, feels he said, bad about it. He said stuff, ravaged. Like, so, like, was yeah. it, like... Well, at the beginning, he says, I raped and pillaged and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, so, like... Oh, Was there, okay. like, one time where you didn't... Maybe you weren't educated, you're an idiot, and you didn't realize that the girl wasn't consensual, but later on you found out that you, you were a fucking rapist, and you, you know, like, guys, oh, I didn't realize, because I'm just, I grew up a certain way. I was like, oh, maybe it's something like dad or something. He just felt bad about, no, he was like a, a dictator, and like, they used to like, get women for him, but he didn't realize that they didn't want to have sex with him, because, you know, like, his attendants would do it, and then he's like, I real, at a certain point I realized, like, oh, it wasn't really all that consensual and stuff, and then he has like, all these kids that he fathered that he didn't realize that he has and all these bastards out there. And I don't know, it's just getting, it's, it's like, I, I get the murdering thing. Like, yeah, but like people can murder for a good, if you think that you're doing it for a good reason, like, Oh, that's a bad guy. I got to kill him, you know? And, and then you kill the person you feel bad about killing them, but like they need to be killed kind of thing. Yeah. But like, there's no situation where you're like, Oh, I, I had to rape him. You know, I just had to, you know, sometimes you got to rape people. No, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of rubbing me a little bit. So I feel like you should have cut yeah. that out of there, but now it's like, well, I, I mean, know, I mean, to be honest, I should like, just watch. Well, like, like to be honest, like, uh, some books, like you're not even supposed to like the main character at all. Like Lolita, like he's a pedophile, like the main character in that Humbert, Humbert or whatever his name is. So it's like, you, you there's no way. Is it, is this like that where like you, like 
like uh he's just a real asshole i'm like i mean it's kind yeah of, i mean he says like he's a real cocky arrogant asshole like you know but he's like trying to work on a second chance on life and they literally give him like another character who's like called a light bringer who's supposed to be like a holy man that's supposed to travel with him and like point out all of his flaws and he's like okay well you know the the, the god like being in their universe has like granted him this opportunity a second chance at life with someone to make sure that he does good in the world instead of uh you know becoming a dictator again right with any has all these awesome powers he never had before and, you know before he was like a master swordsman but he didn't have like the magic aspect to it but now he has the magic too and he's younger look i know like, you have a problem with power but we're gonna give you a bunch of it yeah even more than you had before like you conquered the world before without this let's give it to you and then just yeah it just seems like we'll you need to be at. a better person here's a gun and go get him, Tiger. <laughs> also, you can heal yourself. You can do whatever the hell you want. You know, you get your legs blown off. You can magically heal back. It's like, okay. Okay. You basically our God. He basically came back as like Jesus. You can do whatever he wants. And then like, but also if if it was like possessed by the devil, he's like devil Jesus. Cool. Came back from the dead and has all these awesome powers. And he's just kind of an asshole. Well, but Let he feels me, bad about it. So are you going to complete the 45%? Yeah. 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 I'll finish it. You're going to finish see it. where the story's going, like what's the main plot going. But. Yeah, because maybe because you haven't finished it, we, we don't know. Maybe it's going to be, maybe he's going to like be like, really make you think differently about rape and pillaging. <laughs> it's just like, that's just certain things. It's like, okay, it's just, you, you went too far. You know, it's like, I don't, I, I, already, I already didn't want to cheer with the guy. And then there's like, He's trying to explain like the backstory about how he feels bad because like he he saves like these girls that were being sex trafficked, you know, and they're all like, "Thank you for saving us," and throwing themselves at him. And he's like, "Oh no, I can't let myself slip back." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give that he's a ten like, out of ten review. It's a book. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see like how I'm gonna like what's rating I'm gonna give it because it's like. I do like the guy's content. I, he's a good YouTuber and stuff, but it's like, yeah, what does that kind of say about him? You know, that he chose to wrote, like, his what's his views on women? What's his views on, you know? I know he's married, he's a family man and stuff like that, but, you know, it's like you kind of learn a lot about the person kind of through their writing. Whereas, like, if say if I just watched, that's an interesting point. Like, if I just watched his um, short film that he just, I was watching the making of his short film and I was getting into it, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to support the guy. Let me buy his audiobook, buy the and buy the Kindle version so I can either read or watch. That's I find that I get through books a lot faster if I can like read it and listen to the audio. Yeah. Like I get in the car and then I continue to pick it up and want anyways. But uh if I had just watched that, I probably would have got, you know, not as much of the backstory and not much of the insight on the character. And maybe I would have liked him more and not realized like or, or or maybe this version he he's taking that feedback and he's not going to mention the raping so much. <laughs> That's what he should do. Is just maybe not mention the raping at all. Yeah, like just pillage, man. Make him a pillager. Just a pillager, you know. Jeez. Like like make like, you a mass murderer. You kill mass murderer. You killed millions. Yeah, like in Lord like, of the Rings, on. like uh, you know, Sauron. Mm. He's so evil and stuff. But like Sauron never like rapes anyone. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're not also like, okay, well, let's give Sauron a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's back. You know, we gave him the ring, and it turns out he felt really bad about everything, and he just wants to turn his life around, you know? And he keeps getting tempted with rape, but he's like, oh, no, I can't rape. 
Can't do that. Gandalf's right there. Uh, Gandalf's watching me. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> be a weird situation. Gandalf always just falling because he's he's kind of aloof, you know. Yeah. He's not really the guy who hangs out all the time around you. He kind of pieces out and hopes that you don't become a terrible person when he's gone. Yeah, well, but if he's giving Sauron the ring because he's got to be like, well, it's not my place to judge. Here you go, rapey mix Swaronson. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna let mm. you try again. They call me sorry, Ron. Yeah. Sorry, Sauron. I'm sorry. Sorry, I was wrong. All right, Sauron. but don't don't make this a repeat of the past three thousand years, okay? <laughs> I am also listening to the Dune series, though. I'm trying to get ready for the the movie as well. So I'm okay. getting ready for two movies, a small film and uh, and the movie. I've decided I'm going to try to read both of them before, uh, you know, the before I see the the film. But it's like with Dune, I, I don't want to. I didn't want to get too far because, like, what if I, I just want to enjoy the movie? <laughs> I mean, like, if I know too much about the backstory, it might ruin it. Like, just just so now, like reading the book. For Shadow of the Conqueror, it's like, ah, I wish you like watch the film and then read the book. Yeah, Dune's really, really large, I thought. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like a big ass adventure. Like, uh, and I can't, yeah, I can't imagine like trying to, like, like, uh, what, what would you, what's it called? Binge that for, I mean, you have to read it exclusively like every day for like a couple hours. Yeah, just like the first, I guess the first, the first, uh, the movie they just came out with, not the David Lynch version, but the newer one that everybody's like raving about, says so really good. Ian's only excited like the about first it. Half. So I'm going to read like the first half of the book and I'm going to stop because I don't even want to know. I don't want to, like, I'm just going to read the first half, put, put on pause, maybe give a review of the first half of the novel. Yeah. <laughs> on Goodreads, I'll be like, listen, I only read half of this. <laughs> That's why I gotta watch the movie, and then I'm gonna make I'm gonna update this review. I would like that. We should make that a uh, a segment. <laughs> we read the first half of a book, and then yeah. we do our review. <laughs> Wait, no, no. How about I read the first half, and then you read the second half, or like we roll, roll dice. Re to see I gotta read it. the second half of any of these fucking what? books. No, because no, that's great because you get to see the ending, but then you don't know what the hell. You're like, who are these people? Like, I have to start with your description and sum up of a, half an entire piece of work and then also slog through the second half? No, thank you. Let's by just the end, we're, we're by the only end, we'll doing the first half. It, it'll be like, you ever seen the movie Memento? Uh, I actually haven't. Oh, well, the reason why that movie is interesting is because you watch it from, you know, like the kind of, it's an interesting way they cut it. The movie by itself wouldn't be interesting if they didn't cut it this way. But um, it's like, you know, it starts in the it starts in the middle. You see the middle of what happens, and then you see like the very end and the very beginning, and it moves slowly towards the mini the 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 middle, and you see like it keeps on going between the the, the future and the past until you get back to the middle point to figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. So we could read the book that way and be like, listen, we're gonna memento this. What what is going on? Which is funny because like the books are notorious for having like sagging middles where the middle is not that entertaining. So everybody's missing much. I would we'll put that up for a vote. <laughs> if people vote for that, if we'll momento a book. We'll momento we something. We need to like start a Scott Cast book club up in here. We need to do the infinite no, the the finite jest. Yeah, we could do a book club. I don't know. We should probably shouldn't do infinite jest. Let's 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 test it with <laughs> Let's, let's test start with a smaller let's one. Let's start with Grimm's fairy tales. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I would we'll do go that. Back. Yeah. Hey, let's. Yeah, 
Let's just pick like short um, stories and see how that goes first. Okay. If you're interested in, in the Scottcast, joining the Scottcast book club, we'll figure out what that even means. Like we'll do a podcast about the book or something and like, uh, I don't know, post about it or some shit. Who knows? We, we got to find out what people do with their book clubs first and then we'll Oof, do it better. What is a book club? I thought a book Live club. Live stream that shit. Like, I think the book club would just be like, oh, have you read it? Like, yeah, I read it. Okay, cool. And it's just like a normal Scottcast. Like, <laughs> I got to pretend like I read it. I, just, I looked it up on Spark Notes so I could uh. just get to, because my friends will be giving me shit if I haven't read up to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Then this for the wine and cheese, beer and yeah. fries. That reminds me of the, there's like uh, that little Red Riding Hood, the original one. I was listening to that one too, because somebody's like, there's an audiobook version of the Grim Fairy Tales, I guess. And like the the original one's like, it's called Little Red Riding Cap, I guess. Is that a Little Red Riding Hood? All right. She wears like a little cap. And then she's like, okay, so the mom's like, all right, little girl, here you go. Um, you, I'm going to make you, the, the small child, go through this woods to your grandma's house by yourself. Watch out because there's shit in the woods. I know that there's shit in the woods. <laughs> I'm still going to send you, again, small child, defenseless. It was ignorant in the ways of the world. So you can learn maybe, uh, maybe a takeaway lesson. But here's some cake and some wine for grandma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what she needs right now? A bottle of wine and a, a whole piece of cake. Like That's damn. someone who's like, we need to be in her will. Okay, kid? <laughs> Bring her cake. Bring her wine. If she wants more, you go get more. I don't care if she can't digest it. You just make sure she shoves it down her mouth. <laughs> it's her favorite. Don't worry if she if you guys get eaten by a wolf, we're just gonna cut you out because obviously wolves swallow people whole. Make sure she signs this paper when she's done. Make sure she drinks that whole bottle and signs that paper. <laughs> It's like instead of the the woodsman or whatever, the hunter guy showing up at the end, it's like the mom. <laughs> She's like, where's the will? She like cuts him out of the wolf's belly. Where's the will? She did sign the will before she died. She had one job <laughs> and then she just massacres everybody. Now, what did we learn today? <laughs> Seriously. So what, what did we learn today here, Scott? Oh, nice. We're at an hour too. So that was pretty that good. Segway? Yeah, wow. Yeah. I've never had sneaky, hey, sneaky segues, baby. I haven't had anybody uh, do what? What did we learn today? For I know. Yet. How does it feel? It feels just bad. Have that turned on <laughs> you. are like, damn, I wasn't ready for that. Well, good, good, because this is just like if you're feeling bad, then we've done the story right. Now, what's the moral of the story? Oh, that's true. Okay, shit. Well, today I learned um, that. Well, we're doing pretty chill. I, I'm a pretty chill guy when I'm not drinking on pod. I'm not like yeah. I'm not so pissed at you all the time. <laughs> you're gonna do this, yeah. When you're not so angry, it can be pleasant. Yeah. yeah, we talk about books. We we start a book club. We're we're pretty mawkish, actually. We kind of milk toast when I'm not drinking. Mm, I like that. I like you, toasty. A little milk toast, Scott. Okay, so that's cool. You know, I didn't get to use my laser cannon. <laughs> but it's <laughs> a sound effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, we decided that we're going to either start a book club, start mm -hmm. a rival stream for Master Charles. Um, what, should we talk something about meditation at some point? I think so. Like, uh, we talked about our habits. We talked about... Talk about what, it, what an artist is. What an artist is, a little bit. 
Look at us. Wow, this was cerebral. We cerebrated today. Yeah, dude. See, it's like we don't need news. We don't need space news. Yeah, we do. Talk about we. (laughs) That's the funniest part. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, when we talk about the shit flying around. Talking about the shit. Yeah, that was funny. Everyone loves. But did it? Did it fluff your mind though, Scott? Do you want to fluff or defluff? I don't know your stance on fluff. You get rid of the fluff. You fluff it out. You, you do whatever the fluff you want. It's getting, like a Smurf. Do oh. whatever the Smurf you want. Okay. All right. So it means nothing. <laughs> it means it means everything at the same time as nothing. Okay. All right. It can mean anything. I mean, not everything. That would be wow. There's just a word for everything besides everything that described everything. That'd be insane. Anything. It's like you want me to sing the entire, the entire, this the entire song in two seconds. What? Ah! That was it. Did you get it? Yeah, I'll slow it down. I sung the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was me singing Kanye. Alrighty. How you like that White Claw game? Oh, I'll I'll tell you how much he likes it. Alrighty, so what do you think, Cleansing. man? Should we should we close it out? You're yeah, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, White Claw, Gabe, settle down there. I'm trying to close it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, from all of us here at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Skycast, and I'm your pot king, and I'm bidding the adieu. See you later, Skycastigators. Yeah, you all. Well, help. stay. Oh hell! Don't. You better be hailing Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. Fuck, you fucked up so much. <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to Scottcast. Woo! There, yeah. Look at that. <laughs>